welcome everyone to our three hour book conversation where we discuss about uh, one book every month that we read uh, our goal is really to read review and recommend book for you and that's what we're going to be doing today i'm your host lizette snow so welcome uh today book that we're going to be reviewing is a uh, uh, title identity leadership by stedman graham and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, um, let me step back and remind myself, why did we pick this book? Well, we have been selecting uh, since June only book by uh, uh, African-American and Black author, when you think about it. And uh, so this was one of the books that have been on my audio bookshelf for the longest time, but also on my bookshelf, I actually... Uh, have another book from uh, Stedman. It's called Build Your Own. It's called Build Your Own Life Brain. And uh, I have actually met Stedman Graham uh, back in 2013 at a National Society of Black Engineer Professional Development Conference here in Dallas, where he was the keynote. And I was really blown away by his uh, whip, how smart he was, how funny he was when he delivered the, the keynote and all the knowledge that he was able to share with us uh, in that 45-minute uh, uh, session. And he actually signed the book for me, and I had a picture to prove it. So I've, I've also, from that moment, I've been a fan of Stedman and Graham, you know. And uh, for those of you that don't know, Stedman Graham is uh, the life partner of Oprah Winfrey. Oprah called him, you know, Stedman Boo. So I call him also Stedman uh, Oprah Boo. So they have been together for over three decades now. And, uh, and, uh, when you read the book, he's talking about his uh, dear life partner, Oprah Winfrey, and we get to that. So that's one of the reasons why I selected the book. So I had a, a little bit of expectation about the book because I've read one of his books. At least I started reading a couple of years back. But his latest book is Identity Leader. Identity Leadership. Identity Leadership purpose, passion, and performance. To lead order, you must lead yourself first. So I love that part because um, for those of you that don't know, I've been writing a book uh, called Hashtag Up Your Confidence. And actually, the first chapter of my book is really uh, about your uh, know your identity, you know, know who's you are, who are you. So that's really the first part of my book. So I've already had that chapter out for the past uh, four years, and and definitely reading this book just uh, uh, accentuated why you know uh, that chapter was really important for me, and everything he was mentioning about that chapter was an aha. And I got to tell you, this is one of the rarest book, you know, I was blown away by how much I actually love and enjoy the book. This is one of the rarest book that you read and it has all the element of what I love. I mean, I'm an avid book reader. It has quote, it has step, it has action plan, it has game plan. He has like motivation, he has example, he has story, 
personal story, other people's story. So he has everything going on in this book. And definitely this is a personal development group book. This is also a leadership book. So he has all the ingredients that you can expect from uh, uh, a great book like this. So let's get into it and start talking about uh, reviewing this book. And as usual, if you have listened to any of our book conversation, we have a framework that we follow, you know, uh, our framework is we start by talking about three ahas that we got from the book. And then we have two takeaways and then we finish by one action plan. Then I button it off with my rating over five star rating. And then we announce our next book, um, book, book to be, to be read. So we can get started. I gotta tell you guys that how much I love this book. And for those of you that don't know and never hear any of this book conversation, most of my uh, book reading is actually listening. I am a stronger advocate of uh, audiobook listening listener because I believe I just um, have the ability to quickly listen to a book faster than I can flip through pages, you know. So I always start a book with listening first and when I love, 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 love it, then I grab uh, the, the, the paper copy. And this book, I, I got it. I had to grab the paper copy. That's one of the reasons why this uh, episode of this conversation is actually coming a little bit late than uh, uh, than planned. We usually have this conversation every 15 of the month, but we push it a little bit because I was waiting for Amazon to bring me my book, and um, I'm so happy to have the book here today to to really talk about it. So I have the hard copy. So this is going to be one of those fun conversation where I'll be flipping pages and actually reading through part of the book because I really want you guys to get the now get the inside the life lesson and the game plan that he's sharing in this book and definitely I, I, I love the book so let's get started what are the three ahas three ahas this is one of those books where it's so difficult to determine what are the three ahas. But my first ahas is really when he start explaining in detail what is identity leadership. So we're gonna go to page three where he's defining identity leadership. He said identity leadership is the highest order of leadership. It's a different kind of leadership that is required in the 21st century. Without strong identity, we are more likely to be carried by the influence of environment in a future requiring very little reflection or development. I have spent my career helping organizations address the leadership gap at every level because filling that gap is critical to the success of the organization. But to close the gap, we have to understand the nature of true leadership. True leaders are not looking to posture True leaders are looking to make a difference and fulfill their mission in life and in business. 
and he talked about how you can link your identity leadership or link your identity leadership so my first haha is just his deep explanation of what is a definition of identity leader so he goes on on page four and say identity leader know themselves inside and out they are at peace with who they are they don't make excuse for not being strong in every area for not being perfect they know their strength they see how to use their strength to their own and to an organization benefit. They know what they care about and what they are passionate about, and they pour their energy into this passion. They know how to build team and be part of a team. They know how to lead, how to encourage, how to motivate others and themselves. They are authentic leaders who lead others with the skill they've developed. They do not give up. They stand strong on their principle. They aren't ruled by fear or other negative emotion. They are problem solver. They see solution where others see only roadblock. They bridge builder and people connector. They see potential not only in themselves but in others and they nurture that potential. They bring an energy and inflammable enthusiasm to their work. They fully expect to fail and to learn from their failure and to be better because of it. They look forward to each day because of the possibility it holds. They naturally attract others because of their vitality, their autism, the value they bring to any group they are in. They remain unfazed by the difficulty of life. They know who they are. They know where they're going and they know how they're going to they're gonna get there. And because they know this thing, people follow them and respect them. People pay attention to those who have vision and who know how to live that vision out step by step, decision by decision. So that's my first aha, the way he lay out the definition of what is an identity leader and really, what is that really about? So that's the first aha. My second aha is when he proceed a couple of chapters later and he start talking about how identity leaders are not afraid of change. And one of my favorite thing really about a leader is really embracing change. And I mean, right now, um, do we not need leaders that can embrace change? So most people, he goes on and say, identity leaders are not afraid of change. In fact, they welcome it. And indeed, are always assessing why change is needed, when is the right to change, and how to best bring about that change. Many people resist change. It makes them feel uneasy, and it takes them out of their comfort zone. They worry and fret about what is the change might bring them and how it might affect them. They fear losing the benefit of the old way of doing business or living life, even the change promised to bring something better. Identity leaders are not afraid of change. In fact, they welcome it and indeed are always assessing why change is needed, when is the right time to change and how to best bring about that change. Sometimes a change that helps identify a leader emerge and be recognized because even as the world is changing, they are the core, the true self, their passion, their ability, their approach around them and adapt, seeing how they fit into that change. 
Indeed, they see their role in the change and step into those roles. Task, role, and environment will change. Culture, organization, and circumstance will change. But the essence of an identity leader does not change. That identity, that's identity leadership in a nutshell. Notice, you can be an identity leader, you can be that person I just described. As you continue throughout this book, I'll present with you the content idea process that can help you sharpen your identity leader and step more into fulfilling your potential. And isn't that really what this book, online book club is about? Like I always say, we are here to educate, elevate, and empower us to really live our God-given potential full potential. So that's my aha number two. And my aha number four is number three is really when he start breaking it down about the four aspects of self-leadership. First of all, he defined self-leadership and then he gave the four aspects of self-leadership. Uh, self so let's go check it out on page 10. Self-leadership at its core is understanding who you are. It's understanding your ability and your passion and your goal. Self-leaders know that they're going, know where they're going and know how they're going to get there. Okay. They live and think and act intensively. They know what they're responsible for. They know themselves inside and out. They're authentic and mindful. They're always developing their self-awareness, self-confidence, self-efficacy. The self-confidence comes from the deep understanding of themselves. The self-efficacy, the belief that they can handle whatever comes their way, help them to calmly assess situation, receive feedback without being sensitive to correction, and adjust the best hand to best handle challenge. Self-leaders are disruptive thinkers and they're not afraid to rock the boat or follow the creative and innovative thinking. And this is what the four self uh, uh, aspect of self-leadership. So self-awareness. You are self-aware when you are conscious and understand your own value, perspective, strength, weakness, leadership, propensity, and emotional need. Self-management is really when you can nurture and harness your passion ability, emotion, and leadership capability in your decision-making, you are a self-manager. Then other awareness. You have other awareness when you can acknowledge and recognize the passion, gift, strength, weakness, potential, and needs of others. And then the last one is other management. Is when you can grow and motivate other people to develop their potential and fulfill the organization object you are on other managing. So those those four aspects of self-leadership are placed in that order for a reason. You have to be self-aware self-aware before you can learn how to be self-manager and nurture your ability, emotion, and leadership capability. And you need to be both self-aware and self-management before you can be aware of other needs and potential. And you need that other self-awareness before you can grow the potential in others. Awesome. 
So those are my three ahas, you know, the first one is really about the definition of a identity leader. The second is really what is the, the, the courage that is need to be a change maker. The last one is really the four aspects of a self-identity leader. Now let's get to our takeaway. Two takeaway. All right, throughout the book, he kept talking about something that I love. He's talking about three questions. Who you are, where you're going, how you're gonna get there. That he, talked, he kept talking about those all the time, all the time. And those are really my takeaway. Like you always need to know who you are. A lot of people go through life without ever discovering who they truly are. They just fall into a pattern, a routine, a job, probably a serial job. And they do all this more or less in autopilot, like leave floating downstream, going whichever way the current take them. They don't think to ask themselves who they are, perhaps in part because they have no ability how to go about answering. Some people don't know who they are because they have low self-esteem and are afraid to uncover their true self. Okay, so that's really about who you are. So it's important to know who you are, where you are going. Once you understand who you are, what your ability are, what energy energize you, and what holds the deepest meaning and value to you, then you can begin to form a vision for your life that's centered on the fullest use of those talents and ability. That vision is really based on your self-understanding and your desire. This is actually on page 22. And then on page 23, he talks about how are you going to get there? I call it what is your game plan. He call it what is your travel plan. Once you know who you are and where you want to go, you need to figure out how you're gonna get there. This stage is all about the planning. You take the vision that you form and create a plan to realize that vision. That plan guides you along the way to realizing your full potential. Such a plan take a big picture, the end goal, the vision, the shape into something concrete and real, something challenging but unattainable, something that has measurable step and goal to get you where you are fully functional and full capacity to win what you are best, growing and spinning as move along toward your vision. You can see how your identity impact all the three of this question. Understanding your identity is the key that unlocks the door to the answer to those questions. Your identity shape your purpose, your purpose shape your plan, and your plan shape your life. Let's repeat that again. Your identity shape your purpose, your purpose shape your plan, and your plan shape your life. That's my first takeaway. Okay, my second takeaway is really uh, throughout the book, I really love that he was talking about, uh, I think in chapter four, he starts now talking about each uh, identity leader, you know, that he knows, you know, so he gave us the example of the Jeff Bezos, the Seth Golden of the world, Warren Buffett, um, Bill Gates. Uh, Cheryl Sandberg uh, and uh, so many other people and frankly while I was listening to it I was aware he better not talk about Oprah because she is the baddest uh, leader that we know out there we've received right so he need to like talk about Oprah so I was just waiting like when is he going to talk about Oprah and then on chapter five 
So if you grab the book and you don't read anything, you gotta get to chapter five because chapter five, he literally just said, Oprah, a true identity leader. And when I heard that, I was like, mic drop. Yes, he knows who she is and he recognized her genius. So he said, Oprah has a strong sense of self drive and ambition to empower people around the world. She's willing to take a stand for what she believes in. I've seen her do that over and over again when she didn't know what the outcome would be. Yeah. No one is better qualified and as an identity leader than Oprah Winfrey. Oprah said this thing that she climbed the pinnacle of system from the homeless origin, from a life of poverty, a racism, and a deep south, because she's always known who she was. She always believed in herself. She always remained focused on her goal, on her development as a person, a leader, and a leader, a leader as a role model for people around the world. Think of this. So he goes on in the in that chapter and just talk about uh, what a true identity leader Oprah is, and I agree. And uh, I love uh, this part that I want to share here. Key to her success as an identity leader. Most people define success by how much money they have. Obviously, Oprah make a lot of money, but that's not the core of who she is or what she's about. That money is an outcome of her ability to position herself to fully use her talent. People ask me what, what the key to her success is. Well, that's a lot of keys. At the core of it all is her understanding of her identity. She stay in her lane, making things relevant to who she is. She centers her life and lifestyle around the core of who she is. She doesn't pretend to know it all. She doesn't care about knowing it all. She's an expert in her face. She operating her strength and pushing her passion, which are based on her identity. This is why I would say some of the key of her success as an identity leader, as a businesswoman, as a philanthropist, and as a person are the following. She works hard. She knows we cannot achieve our fullest without hard work. And she's energetic. She threw herself into her work, giving it all. She believes in it and takes personal responsibility. She loves loving, learning. She's a tireless learner. She's not afraid to take a risk. She's not afraid of failure. <coughs> she maintains a balance between her personal and professional life. She's honest and transparent. She's decisive. She gathers the facts and information she needs to move forward with a decision based on her instincts. She adds value. She loves herself. Oprah has a long value, healthy self-love and love of other. It fills you up, she say. It means to tether and broken state in your spirit. It makes you feel whole. She enjoyed the journey. This can be easier said than done for someone with her schedule, but she takes the time to enjoy success and milestone along the way as well as the daily journey. If she were not able to do this, she would have burned out a long time ago. So that's my second uh, takeaway, the way he just dedicated a whole chapter in really detail because we know that Oprah is a, a great leader and an identity leader and he just break down what made her that identity leader. So really love that part. Now, we're gonna move to our action plan. So action plan, in action plan, he, throughout the book, he talked about something that was really major, and that is uh, um, 
another part that I like, you know, is really the power of self-actualization. Before I get to the action plan, you know, that was a good takeaway for me as well. I'm not going to dive into it. I think I'm going to let you guys um, um Self-actualization is a fancy term for realizing your fulfilling your potential. So that's just a term that we need to know of. It's an innate drive that we all have. Maslow is defending the term that say people who are self-actualized are in ongoing process of developing their potential. So I think all of you guys in this group are really uh, self-actualizing yourself. I'm moving to a fulfilling the personal mission or destiny. I'm moving to a unity or integration within their life, you know. So, but I'm going to get to like action plan. In the action plan, and this is something I want to work on that I've already started working on, is, and that's actually the reason why I got the physical book. The nine step, throughout the book, he details the nine steps. So I'm going to go through the nine step for you guys here. What is the nine step? Check your ID. Before deciding what to do in life, you must first understand who you are, what influence your life, and why you think and act the way you do. Create your vision. Your vision is your life destination. A well-defined vision help you define meaningful and achievable goal. Design a powerful future based on the possibility rather than the circumstance. Develop your travel plan. I call it game plan. If you have fulfilled your vision for a better life, you must create a plan of action by walking to a goal through a set of plan of action based on identity. You learn to accept power over your life. Master the rule of the road. Guideline keep you on track as you engage in the pursuit of a better life. Learn to use the positive power, honesty, hard work, determination, and a solid value to guide you as you journey toward your dream. Step into the outer limit. To grow, you have to leave your comfort zone. You have to leave your comfort zone. Confront your peers, fear and take risks. Learn how to overcome them. Step outside. Pilot the season of change. Change. If you keep doing what you have been doing, you will keep getting the same result. Learn how to create change, and even more importantly, how to manage your response to change. Build your dream team. Dream team. No one make it alone. Learn how to build supportive relationship that will help you walk toward your goal. You learn the value of trust and the importance of being trustworthy. Win by a decision who you are in this world is largely the result of the decision you have made in the past by learning how to make the right decision for your future you set yourself up for success commit to your mission when you constantly devote your time and energy to the pursuit of your goal and vision you discover that commitment is a non-negotiable trait when renew daily prepare you toward your dream so that's the ninth step really and he goes on for the rest of the chapter from page 123 he's diving into really the detail of how to craft that ninth step for yourself and uh, i definitely encourage you to to check that out because that's really an integral that's actually 50 percent of the book when you think about it and this book is uh how many page long this is almost a 240 page so half of the book is really dedicated to uh, how do you craft that uh, uh, nine step plan 
So there you go for my action plan. I'm already working on it and that's what I'm planning to do. And I love to hear your feedback or what is your action plan? Actually, what is your haha? What is your takeaway? And what is your action plan for yourself after you check out this book? Now to the reading. Wow, you know about the rating. I always give it to you guys straight. I'm a straight shooter. And uh, I gotta say, I'm really surprised. And uh, for those of you that have been following us before, um, I have been uh, very loving all my book about Robin Sharma. I think I gave the highest grade for 4.5, but I think this book is hitting everything for me. You know, it's hitting everything for me. I have like code, I have action plan, I have example, I have a nugget, I have a lesson learned. I'm giving five, five or five, you know, five over five. Yes, that's really what I'm giving. So I'm super excited. And this is a book that I'm going to be sharing with folks uh, for a long time. This is a book. This is a book that I'm going to be giving to folks for a long time. Uh, I'm actually really surprised that I love it this much, but I do love it. You know, you have everything. It has uh, what we need for this time, really, for all those people that are striving to be a leader. And uh, what is the game plan to travel and plan for you to really follow? So I'm really excited about this book. And uh, I was happy to have uh, pick it up, actually, and read it and uh, learn so much from it. And I hope you guys did as well, or you will once you listen to this book conversation. All right, now let's move on to our future book announcement. As I mentioned, we have been reading mostly books from Black and African-American author. And our next book, which is going to be actually our last book for this year, 2020, this has been super amazing. We started this book club conversation in turning to a podcast late April. So, and our last book for this year that we're going to pick is really a book by one of our leader right now and we are in the middle of an election battle right now right election cycle and who knows who's going to win the election but whatever it is uh the author of this book has already made history because being uh, the first black woman woman of color on a, a major party ticket is something that is really worth listening to and learning from so the book is going to be the truth we hold an american journey by kamala harris kamala harris is currently a senator a democratic senator from uh, the, the great state of california and she is um, the vice president democratic uh, vice president nominee right now so we will see what happens and i actually want to urge you when you listen to this podcast still before the election most of the early voting are happening to uh, everywhere in the in the state in the country right now so i really encourage you and urge you to go ahead and cast your vote you know it doesn't matter who you vote for the what matter is you have to vote your conscience you vote for the for the for the for the policy that you care and matter for you and vote for somebody 
that look like the leader that you strive to be because America is one of the leader of the free world, right? The president of the United States is the stronger leader of the free world and they have to match that identity leader that we're looking for, you know? We want our leader, we want to strive to be like our leader. We want them to be the highest uh, person in the country and model those identity leader that we, leadership that we just learned about. So please go forward, 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 and uh, we're going to start reading this amazing book by this amazing leader that is already breaking glass ceiling and chattering amazing uh, um, story and journey. The truth we hold on American Journey by Kamala Harris. All right. Thank you for listening to me today. I'm going to end with a great quote from this book. To lead others, you need to lead your first. You need to lead yourself first. Thank you. And until next time, follow us, you know, on our Facebook. We have been uh, um, reading books for the past uh, uh, six months or for the past year. Uh, we have a Facebook group, a Facebook group that you can follow i'm gonna leave the link of the facebook uh in the show notes so you guys can see it and share it and join us and read the book and share all your hearts again thank you and um this has been uh, great bye